The Money Podcast by best-selling author of Money, Rob Moore, dives into how to make, manage, and master money. How to know more, make more, and give more. How to save, invest, and raise money. The Money Podcast is for anyone who wants to make more money in a job, profession, or passion. For money masters and money disasters. They say money doesn't make you happy. Rob says it does. So this is actually really easy and I've done this a lot. So what the only thing that will make it not easy is all of your fears, doubts and limiting beliefs. But on a conceptual level, it's really easy. You need to write ideally an online course that you could sell to vast numbers of people based on probably what your market and clients have probably already given you feedback they want and need that doesn't undermine what you already do. And that's what I've done with property courses and all the courses you've been on of mine. It's just what I've done. So it's actually really simple because the only reason I wrote a book on property was because Mark and I had bought quite a lot of properties and people started saying to me, oh, you should like write a book or something. And like if one person said, oh, you should write a book or something, I wouldn't write a book. But if 100 people said it, I probably would. The only reason I did a course is because a few people said to me, oh, you, you should teach others. So I'm always reacting to the feedback of the market to create the products and services that are there. So whether it's a course on writing or, you know, like a, a course on how to edit their own work or a creative writing course, you know, a course on um, there you go. Um, and, and actually, there could be four or five different courses. And then what you find is once you've done that for enough time and you sell enough, your per minute or per hour rate goes dramatically up. And so from a time perspective, you have to start. And everybody has this risk. So just remember, it's normal. But, you know, if someone wants to leave a job and start their own business or a property portfolio, you've got the drop in income fear. Everyone has it. Well, when do I quit? If I quit now, I've got a drop in income. If I keep staying in my job, I'll never quit. Do I go down to three days? Do I take the risk of not having enough money? Do I wait and save 12 or 24 months of burn rate and then quit? You know, and it's, there's all that. So what you've got to figure out in the meantime is how much can I time, spend, time can I spend creating my new work and still bill enough to pay your bills and have the lifestyle that you want? And you just have to figure that out as you go. Because I have that, how much time should I spend on social media building my brand versus how much time should I put a few million quid more in progressive? And I sort of in and out and in and out and in and out a bit. How much time do I spend building my profile? How much time do I spend selling and cashing in the money? Um, have you read Routine Equals Results? My, um, you have read that one. Yeah, of course. So um, just follow that, follow that principle of properly compartmentalizing your diary in a way that works for you. It, so that you can spend X amount of hours or slots a day on your billable work and X amount of slots a day on your non-billable work. But in the end, if you do it properly, you will make way more money out of not selling your time. Way more. Well, you're an editor, so like, yeah. Okay, so now this is, this is really interesting. Um, do you always want to be what you are or do you want to be a business owner? Because actually, for a business owner to properly scale, you have to let go of being perfect. And 
Look, it, it depends on the business, of course. If you're, you know, if you, you have to have certain standards and some business models require higher standards than others. But ultimately, hiring involves you allowing someone else to do a job that you used to do, initially not as good as you. And that's scary for some people. And actually, someone gave me a great compliment and they didn't know they were giving me a great compliment. But if you want to grow your business, you need to be able to do this. So they said to me, Rob, basically what you do when you, run, you train your trainers is you give all of your content and training and you teach your trainers to be trainers and then you let them fuck up for a few months. And then finally they get good and then and here we are. And that's actually true. I train trainers, but there comes a point where I can't train you anymore. You have to have a live audience and you have to actually do it. And every trainer that I've ever put on a stage at some point has bombed and wasted my money because I paid to get people in the room. But I know that we all have to go through that. And I went through that. And if I don't let them go through that, they'll never succeed. So I might as well let, get them through that as quick as possible. And of course, I learned that let them make a mistake, constant reevaluation. Um, and they improve and they improve and they improve and they improve. And now all of a sudden, you know, like, some of our trainers are not far off earning more than me this year. Some of them are earning 100 grand a month. Fucking 100 grand a month. And I just had 450 grand worth of expenses in the last three months. My daughter does this. Loser, daddy, loser. She's five. Yeah. Maybe she's right. But that is the chaos, the bottleneck that every employer has to go through. And if you look at the big, big employers, you know, you look at the big entrepreneurs, they don't even get involved in the recruitment now. They trust someone else to do it who's better at recruitment. And they just hire people who are better than them at that job. So um, you have to be careful with perfectionism because it can be a curse. But like if you, if you went shopping and there was, let's say, a nice suit jacket or a dress that you liked and it was a thousand quid and it came back and it didn't quite fit properly and it you know, had a little bit of a thread pull, you'd be upset. If you paid 250 quid for it and you got it, you know, a 75% discount, you wouldn't really be bothered. So it's price and value. So would someone accept four or five typos if they paid half? Yeah, probably. That, you, just, you were sick in your mouth then, weren't you? <laughs> you actually sicked up in your mouth. She went... <laughs> the thought of a typo on your watch? Never. Yeah, so you ha I have this little saying, and I probably not designed it, so I'm not, you know, you have to let go to grow. You have to let go to grow. Yeah. Um, every day I go in the office or speak to people and I think, I'm suffering because you fucked up. <laughs> and I never say it. I've, I've, I've said it here. But then I immediately go, no, it's my responsibility because I've hired you or taken this on and I can change it and I've got to own it because I own the company. So the ego goes, I'm suffering because you fucked up. And then the wisdom goes, no, I take full and personal responsibility. So I either have to give them feedback or I have to performance manage them or I have to change the situation. And that is on me, no one else. So what do you want more? 
less typos or a bigger business.